Hey everybody, welcome back to the Spin Rack. I'm here with the boys, PD and Cal. Say what's up, boys. Ready to rock. Yeah. Hey, today D23 is on hot. Everything's being dropped right now. Today we're going to be discussing that old classic, Werewolf by Night. How the hell are they doing it? But hey, shoot it, Selector. Let's talk about Wait it. Wait a second. So what is D23? What does that D23 mean? D23 is the is 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 um Disney's own Comic Con. This is where they do their own shows. They go over it. They do Disney stuff, Disney Plus stuff, Marvel, Pixar. You know, they do all that stuff there. So instead of going to San Diego or New York Comic Con, they're like, hey, why can't we make money with people coming to our own parks? So that's what they're doing. So Wow. Kind of slick. Really you know? low rent. Not low rent. It's actually... There's a con that you're supposed to go to. No, no. There's no supposed to go to. They're trying to copy off of it. Then they put it online, right? Uh, here we they're go. like, yo, we got all this content. And look, D23 dropped mad content. So they're like, we don't need a con. We got our own stuff. You wow. know, we got our own verticals. We got Star Wars. We got Marvel. We got DC. I mean, not DC. We got um, um, Pixar. We got animation. You know, we got Disney Studios. So they yeah. dropped us. All right. So we and got, by the way, we DC, are down with DC Disney. Fandom, I mean, I'm sorry, D23. Ready? But by the way, we are Disney. Uh, we have our stuff in with Disney. Stop it. Okay, so let's go with it. Don't like the retro intro at all. This is probably going to get a copyright. This Halloween, you can't escape the shock, the terror of Werewolf by Night. Tonight, it is every hunter for themselves. Good luck. I'll be rotting for you. But one of you is a monster. Masquerading as one of our own. I can't wait to find out what breed of evil you are. clearly a Disney Plus thing. I mean, it is camp as there can be. Um, first of all, we never saw the werewolf. Did anybody see the werewolf? So the arm. We saw the arm. Cal, did you see anything? No, they never showed him. That's that. That's exactly what I said. So, I mean, look, this is like throwing back to like the old, what, 50s, uh, 60s camp movies that they, they're, they're bringing out, you know, trying to be, of course, they're trying to do it for Halloween, which of course, Disney is always Excuse me, Marvel, and their and their great um, wisdom is trying to capture that Halloween market now, as we can see, you know. So, which is a great idea, but this is definitely—I don't know if it's scary, but it seems much, much more um, campy, more humorous than I would have thought. I'm laughing at it, just looking at what's going on. Wow. What's your take on it, Cal? You agree? Yes, I agree with you too. Really, <laughs> what's rocking with you? What are you saying, Cal? He stole my line. Okay. 
I saw your line. What line was that? I think we lost Cal again. Yeah, I think okay. we lost what, him. what are you saying? Um, here is um when I yeah it's it seems like uh they're trying to do the B movie but the C the Grindhouse version of it. So it's all bad effects and all that stuff. But I mean, the tone of it is, you know, is trying to be serious at points, but then it goes into the Tales of the Crypt type of thing, the TV show. And like, um, you know, just using like, if you see a lot of the, the, well, I mean, they're trying to put it all in one bag, throw it wax. Like the people who were making those movies thought they were actually, you know, not as bad as, you know, Ed Wood, but they thought they were putting something together. But it looks interesting enough. I'm not sure which characters that we can call on here because it looks like they're trying to go their own way with it, but we shall see. I mean, but look, I, 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 I'm with you 100% with that, but do you think that was the intention with Disney to make it... Uh, well, first of all, do you think those artists in the past were actually doing something um, really... They didn't realize it was being a little campy? Do you think they really took it seriously? The comic film? No, not the comic, but the, the movies that, that is, is this particular... Well, you know, like that. Vincent Price, uh, yeah. any of those say, yeah, no, they were just trying to make a movie. They weren't trying to make a. We look at it and we fall out of our seats watching that stuff. But they were just making yeah. movies. It's like wasn't it? It's like it's like Hugh Hefner and the boys watching uh, the Batman serials at the Playboy Mansion, and you know all they did was gig on it. But they weren't the intended audience. It was kids who were the intended audience. Right. So I mean, that's that's why I thought it was campy. I never thought they took themselves seriously. Vincent Price, you know, you saw Vincent Price, and you're like, oh, you started giggling because you knew what Did was coming. Did you start out. giggling? Didn't Michael Jackson use him for the be the the horror for Thriller? It wasn't to make it campy because he was doing the zombies. He was doing zombie similar to George A. Romero, right? Yeah. Any yeah, but it had Vincent Price's voice in the video. And, and Vincent Price, so and Vincent Price was the iconic voice for all those horror, for all those horror movies. I mean, he did at least three Edgar Allan Poe uh, shorts, and all of those are classics. I'm not denying that. I'm just saying that you know, you saw Edgar, you you heard Vincent Price, and I loved him. And I'm saying, but you knew like, oh, this is going to be a B movie. It wasn't going to be like a no, 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 no. That's that's in retrospect. Okay, none of those movies, those movies were designed okay for a particular audience with a certain budget and to accomplish a particular thing. They were not going to be Oscar-winning movies. They didn't have money to do high-grade costuming or anything of that nature. That was the horror genre. Same with the science fiction stuff. There's a lot of people who love Dune, and that first movie is so over the top in terms of a lot of the elements, in terms of the, uh, in terms of the uh, the sci-fi and and the story. You, you know, today you would look at it and say, "What the heck were you thinking?" But that fell right in line with how you did a science fiction movie for the most part. I mean, the approach to, unfortunately, the approach to a lot of this type of stuff with fantasy, science fiction early on was that we can't really accomplish it. So we'll go, a hum we'll try to do some humor with the whole thing so people don't take it too seriously and see how bad it is. And that tended to, that permeated, uh, that, that permeated, unfortunately, with a lot of the films and TV shows that we would want to call campy or B-movies, that type of stuff. But that wasn't necessarily, that wasn't the Vincent Price stuff at the end of the day. Any of those, uh, what was that show? Well, Elvira had one, but there was some other guy too, but I can't remember. But those cats over there, they would host these shows and they had the horror shows, uh, you know, with the werewolf, the vampire and so on and so forth. And if you look at the stories, the stories were good. Okay, but you didn't have the budget for these guys to come across 
you know, as, you know, maybe really, 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 really scary to people who had a more discerning eye. That was just the way it was. Today, you can you can make much better stuff. I mean, when you have a Tales from the Crypt, you took that as a serious thing? You didn't think no, I was that. saying that's the tone they're doing. But I think if you look at, like, say, the fly, the original fly. Right. It's very serious. But if you look at it now, you kind of look at that. Some of the effects for the transformation is kind of funky. That sort of thing, whereas it's, the tone is just straight serious. But if you put it in front of, um, you put that, the Loch Ness, was it the, was it the Loch Ness Monster? Like all of those type of things are going to look real cheesy and silly to the younger audience and well, take think, a long time to kind of get through it. So, With the effects we have today, if you take anything that required suspension of, the, uh, suspension of disbelief and a healthy dose of imagination, for you to immerse yourself into the story today when you know people are like oh no you need to really create this stuff cgi really make it look nice yeah it's uphill climb for them they don't have to think or imagine anything you're supposed to display it all well yeah before we get into that i want to just give the audience a little bit one of you guys can give a background on who werewolf by night is and i know we've talked about him before with the uh the whole Moon Knight thing in the, in the, the Moon Knight series. Can someone like at least give a brief intro on Werewolf by Night? Cal, we've talked about it before. Werewolf by Night, one of my favorite comics growing up, as I'm a very big fan of werewolves, is Jack Russell. Jack Russell is cursed. His family line actually is cursed. His sister becomes a werewolf a little bit later, but initially it's just Jack. And he is cursed to become a werewolf whenever the full moon comes out so we get the entire series which runs about i think it ran about 40 some odd issues where jack deals with the fact of him being a werewolf and trying to cure himself of the curse and pretty much not being too successful at the end of the day <laughs> who was the guy who started who was the writer for this um conway george no i, I think uh i think mench was the writer thomas Roy thomas no doug mench doug mench okay um, so getting back to this, what do you guys think about the whole great? No, 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 no. Doug mentions the other guy. You're right. You're right. Jerry Conway. <laughs> yeah. Jerry Conway, Roy Thomas. I think they were the writers on the, the, those were the guys who wrote the, at least the initial, at least the initial series. Those guys did it. Mench may have come in later. Oh, you're saying then it was the try. it was a trial book for Mench then where he basically made his bones and then they gave him basically everything. Thor, Fantastic Four. That sort of thing. But it'd be like a start, some you know, kind of Marvel starter book for like stuff like Iron Fist, all of that stuff. But yeah. But yeah, you know, all those things were kind of, you know, go with hard craze for Marvel, you know, like just like the the karate phase. So you got stuff that was going on that kind of hit a niche market. So, so two <laughs> what do you think about this Marvel going uh first of all, Marvel going into the horror genre? We've seen the uh kind of Moon Knight that you know you have something going on there now you have wolf by night are we going to get um what is it midnight suns what do you think about that it sounds like more of the same where they're just trying to grab as much real estate as they can in terms of all these different genres and characters you know look we're going to put out all these different types of superheroes now we're going to go for the genres we got these we got the horror here and we got the comedy here we got well you know slapstick is still a part of comedy we're gonna have the drama okay we're gonna have everything nobody's beating us to any of this stuff that's what this that at least that's what all fate 
what phase are they now in? Phase four? Is it still phase four or phase five? Whatever it is. That's pretty much what the whole thing has been. We're we're just you know putting flags and we're just putting flags in the ground and claiming as much territory as possible before we start losing uh, before we start losing faith with people and uh, we have to start storytelling again. What about you, um, PD? Any thoughts on that? Hey, what was the question again? I said, how do you think about this whole turn that Marvel's doing with um, with uh, with, with the, the, the Halloween characters? This world by night. Are they going to be? What do you think? You think this? I mean, it's a decent, a big market for Disney to try to get there, get some Marvel stuff in there. I think um, I was, you know, when I first was watching it, I kind of watched it as I did as a kid. Because the only thing that I used to find funny was, um, you know, Abbott and Costello meets the werewolf, those type of things. But um, this was in that, huh? Campy. Yeah, but, like, because, I mean, they know Costello are, you know, humorous characters. So it's obviously that. But other time when I watched Werewolf or Dracula or the Frankenstein and they, even the other stuff at that period with the black and white stuff, all that stuff was kind of serious to me. Only thing that really stuck out when I first watched it was um, the thing which uh, with the that's like the Crypt Keeper. Which is kind of when they did the Crypt Keeper on HBO, it was it wasn't kind of do heavy graphics. It was just trying to be something that was kind of there, you know, and just have fun with it. So that's something that was red campy. Now watching it again, it's just like the the effects, all that stuff was just blaring at me. But it, you know, I was kind of able to watch it as a kid because the lead, the girl, the woman that's in there, she was really straight the entire time. Everybody else was kind of hokey, so I kind of stuck with her. So. I think yeah, I think um, it's good to try to do this stuff. I was kind of think of thinking they would um, you know stay straight with it as much as they can, but you know I think they just keep looking at this stuff and saying they keep saying was it the Bill Dozer, like how do I translate this Batman to TV? I gotta make you gotta make it campy, you know, and and the kids just look past the camp as um, Cal was saying and enjoy it, but it's like. I just, um, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm liking this, but I'm just hoping that this isn't just um, every time they do stuff, it's just kind of a nod to some sort of technique or period to kind of make fun of. And then the people just look at it like, um, hey, they're doing, you know, se- you know, 70s TV. Oh, they're doing 50s B movie. Oh, they're doing this like it's some sort of um you know, homage instead of us watching content. So we need to see what's going to happen every minute of, of every five minutes of film, something to kind of connect us. Because it's like, if you're watching Black Dynamite, yes, we get it. Black Dynamite is making fun of the, you know, Black exploitation. But I don't want to get them trying to do a spoof of everything or sort of a, a revision thing of everything. Like you're at the beginning of this whole thing. Is just at the infancy, and you're doing. You had successful movies that started out. It's like the opposite of like Tyler Perry, right? That started out with the Iron Man's, the classic stuff, and it's kind of getting thinner and thinner as it goes along, trying to find hooks or something. It's like you know, it's like the pretty girl trying to find a hook for herself. Like, what? I need a hat. I need the certain kind of shoes, rather than saying, you know, it's already there. Where for night? Why night? 
Marvel's there. That's what I'm saying. The same thing. I think we talked about the Rawhide Kid. Like, go back to those little stories. And, you know, where, Mar where Larry Lieber was trying to just do a straight Western. You know, where they kind of, if they, they got their hands on it, they mainly say, hey, wasn't that kind of a gig icon in the 2000s? Why can't we do that? Instead of doing stuff like that, just play it straight first. And if you're, when you run out of ideas, that's when you go camp. That's when you go Zorro the Gay Blade type of deal. Like, you don't need to immediately go there. They're kind of, this is new TV. And they're kind of like, we, we're, we're, we're grasping at straws here. <laughs> what can we make of this stuff? Oh, this is going to be a homage to all the B movies, the, the, the monsters and the weird effects and all that. So, because I really looked at it when I first saw it and I really was like, okay, this is kind of cool. I was able to look past it, but in the second watch, I'm just like, I hope it's not going to be every, you know, having a false frame, a bad editing type of deal. It's like, uh, no, like, you don't need to do that. Like, just do a straight story because the lead seems like she's going, you know, playing it straight. And if they have her kind of doing some hokey stuff in there, I, I'm probably going to be out of it. I mean, I'm a fan of the actress, but I just hope that it isn't, um, you know, they don't go too far with it. But yeah, that's all. That's all I got to say. I'm worried, but it looks okay. Did you guys see any type of Easter eggs or anything in there that um, that you that told you what's uh, Marvel's going to probably bring in? I mean, I mean, we would think that if there's Werewolf by Night, there's going to probably be Blade. There's possibly going to be um, um, who else could be Doctor Strange, uh, uh, Ghost Rider. You know, I mean, I didn't see that. That's what I was looking for. Midnight Suns, possibly. I know. Will you stop saying the Midnight Suns? That hey, should they just sailed. dropped. They just dropped a, a trailer for the game. It sailed. They ruined it. What's the name? David Goyer killed that. Who's this? Is this your blade? We know that's not blade, right? <laughs> who is any of these guys? Uh, I don't know who any of those guys are. Keep going. That I believe that's the super team known as Fodder. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not. <laughs> wow. You're crazy. Look, I'm a big fan of werewolves, so I'm going to watch this just because I like werewolves. That's it. I, I sincerely doubt it will hold any of the weight of the Werewolf by Night series that I enjoyed reading as a kid. So we'll, we'll you know, I'll, 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 hopefully it's enjoyable. That's all I can say. It's not a series. It's a one, you know, it's just a one shot special for Halloween. We'll see how it goes. We'll see how it goes. I'm not a, I'm not averse to, I think Marvel is starting to receive some undue criticism in terms of things being light or funny. Oh, and then and, that. Is that the TVA? Go rewind that. Who was coming? Well, is that the TVA we just saw? Who cares? Then this, this, this may feed into Kang and Loki. That's, that's. Oh Lord, you're going to start nerding out now. Who cares? Wait. Oh, we've already seen. We've oh, already seen the TVA. Was that the man thing? Yeah, the man thing. You saw it, right? Yeah. Holy crust. Oh well, the man thing. That's different. Wow. Oh, cool. Wait a second. Hold the presses. No go ahead. Way. Go, go ahead, Petey. Say it. Say it. <laughs> Whoever knows fear burns at the man thing's touch. Damn right. <laughs> oh my goodness! This is uh, this is look at them doing it. This is if I mean if Marvel. I'm not, well. I heard 
Uh, I don't think that Marvel's going to do it right because did one of you guys tell me that um, Iron Fist is Asian? But um, so I that, wish they would get to the, the dialogue that was in that. You are Iron Fist. <laughs> like this is going back to actually having a scene. And the man thing is such a great character because it's, it's such a ridiculous character of a character that could possibly change back to human, just doesn't know it. <laughs> it's, it's just such a fun character. Head south. Seeking to preserve the secrets of the super soldier serum, injects himself as he flees away from those who would steal it. Unfortunately, <laughs> his automobile crashes into the nexus of realities within a swamp unbeknownst to him. Now he is the protector of the nexus of realities. He is the Man-Thing, and whatever knows fear burns at the Man-Thing's touch. Coming soon. <laughs> what did they say about the, the Super Soldier Serum? Yeah. With Ted, with Ted Salas? No, no, not that. You said the Super. That's he's a Super. They had a Super Soldier Serum connected to the Man Thing. Yeah, he injects himself. I don't know if that was a retcon, but he's trying to get. He has like this Super Soldier Serum that he's working on because at that point they were uh, hadn't been replicated, and so they were like, okay, we think we got to work in replication. These cats were trying to steal it from him. He, you know, he had the whole thing. He had a honeypot trap. You know, the chick was, you know, set him up. So he's out. He's getting, you know, he's getting away. And, you know, he takes a tumble. But he injected himself with the super soldier serum to protect it so they wouldn't get it, regardless of whether they caught him or not. I mean, if Steve Gerber went that far to really screw, you know, to do something like that, um, kudos to him if he put that in there, saying this is what happens to you trying to recreate it. But I was trying to see who that, that was. That, it was good till the 90s. Then they didn't care. They was like, you know what? No formula stays secret forever. This is a she's a werewolf with a, the face. It's gonna be just like. Well, okay. How? What did you think of Wolf, the movie Wolf? Cal. Jack Nicholson and uh, Michelle Pfeiffer. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I like that. That was cool. <laughs> oh, cool. Yeah, I had fun with that one too. They, I didn't and... like it at all. I was totally surprised. No, and what's the name? Michelle Pfeiffer at the end, she steals like every movie she's in. She like has all the act. She's extra makeup on and whatnot. I'm just like, yo, she's going for it right now. <laughs> Jack Nicholson. What I liked is Jack Nicholson didn't phone. He did not phone in the role. Yes. Dennis Spader. Dennis Spader. You know, he loves doing characters that are offbeat, so he was happy. And Michelle Pfeiffer, Stone Cold Fox, you know, and she always delivers. So there you go. Wow. All right. So, I mean, we just had, you know, after I was a little down about the campiness, we get a little serious stuff with the man thing. Cause he, oh, you kidding me? They can make that the worst. You know they can make can't that. speak. We can't speak. Outside of the silliness of him not <laughs> understanding that he could cure himself. No, they no. They can. I can already see. I can already see them doing something like him making himself afraid and lighting himself on fire. Some nonsense like that. Why is oh, the man a big thing sorry. for you? Guys? Say huh? why the man thing is a big thing for you guys, so the audience knows. He's just cool. There's a well, classic it, stuff by Steve Gerber, but then he just if you see the, showing up in Marvel books all the time. He's just a if you see character. the man thing in there, one of the reasons why I would perk up a bit more. If you see the man thing in there, it means maybe they're taking it a little bit more seriously because that's one of that's like a major Marvel horror character, along with Werewolf. I mean, I didn't think Morbius. I didn't think Morbius was a terrible movie. It was just it was just kind of it was just slow at the end of the day to be sitting in the theater. Mm -hmm. But you have Morbius, Ghost Rider. Yeah. Werewolf by Night, Man Thing, Satana, 
Damien Hellstrom. All those guys are pretty much your horror characters that come. They're, I think most of them, if not all of them, come out as you know, come out during the seventies. So if you're paying attention to the man thing, because you know what was it, the macabre man thing? Yeah. Then okay, you might actually want to do a good job here because that is one of the staples of Marvel horror. Otherwise. I mean, don't get me wrong. I know they can make they can camp that up. I mean, I've they had the wrecking crew, oh, Lord. <laughs> so these guys can come over. These guys can come over here and just really cut you out from you know from under if they want to. But hope springs eternal, right? Yes. I mean, I don't care about the I don't care about the TVA or Kang. Go geek out on that on your own time. This is supposed to be straight horror. You're doing that. We're good. Oh, the Midnight Suns blew it. Yeah. So listen, um, PD, anything you want to say before you wrap this up? Uh, no, I think I'm I'm there. I, I think um, I'm a little bright. I'm feeling a little better about it post um, seeing the man thing and doing the classic man thing scene. I'm glad we got that on video. PD's disposition changed 100%. He's like, oh wait, hold on, man thing. Oh no, Mar Mars saw it too. Mars. I was looking at the TVA, but you guys totally ignored that portion. But you of it. looked at the man thing. Think of the important. No, part. he he wants to he wants to go geek out with uh, the TVA and, and and Loki and Kang and alternate realities. That's where he was at. But this is horror. All right, hey. So hey, thank you guys for joining us. Um, just want to say once again, come back, subscribe, comment, give us a thumbs up, spin rack. Wait a Ouch. second before we go out. I'll just say the one thing I know they're gonna do is say giant size man thing. That's not a curse. They're gonna say that in this thing. So let's just I'm getting that off the table. Spin rack out. Out.